Welcome to another Principal of Hospitality podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm your host as always, Sean DeVries. Now, Principal of Hospitality is here to disrupt the current perceptions of what the hospitality industry can achieve in today's ever-evolving and challenging environment. And that's why we're proud to partner with Chef's Hat, the largest family-owned and operated hospitality supplier in Australia in this season of Poe. Now, in today's episode, we talk with the founder of what used to be called ZD Hospitality, Jana Asser, who is uh, now named the company after herself. She's originally from Berlin in Germany, obviously, and has had the privilege of being born into an amazing hospitality family. Her father was an acclaimed chef and her mother was a head of housekeeping department at a medium-sized hotel. Now, Jana has 25 years of knowledge and expertise in the hospitality industry around the world, working with amazing brand names such as Hilton, Four Seasons Hotels and Resorts, and Fig and Olive, to name but a few. Fluent in four languages, I feel very fortunate to have her as a guest on the podcast today. Ajana, how are you? Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm amazing. Hi. Uh, awesome to uh, awesome to finally chat. We've been uh, we've been trying to line this up for a couple of weeks. So I've been excited for a couple of weeks. So <laughs> so it's good to have this. It's good to have this conversation. Now you obviously are fluent in four languages. You are. You are currently living in in LA, but obviously from Europe. So we're gonna have we're gonna have a conversation which spans a couple of different continents in this conversation. So let's let's talk about how you started in the industry because obviously you're you're born into you know um, a hospitality led parents. So let's let's talk about how you started. Yes, um, yeah, that's correct. I uh, basically, um, you know, since the minute I can walk and talk and smell and taste, I have the privilege to either been at the hotel with my mom or, um, you know, at the restaurant with my dad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the the environment of just loud talking voices and the cycle of really everybody kind of like working or having to work with each other, you know, the front mm. with the back and the kitchen with the managers and the yelling and the loud and the get it <laughs> together and we did a good job and you did it awful and <laughs> yes <laughs> all of that in all between, that stuff you know yes. all that stuff you know that passionate and that that you know really that multitasking the, the fast paced environments like that's literally something that i i don't know any different and mm. to me this was always so normal you know yeah. and really growing up i don't remember ever being like oh my god what is it that i'm going to do one day i know it was automatically yeah you were just (laughs) going to do hospitality yeah i'm going to do something in hospitality but i did to be honest with you for many years um i i really had no idea what exactly it is that it was meant to be meant to do you i I always knew that hospitality is a part of me and part of who i am and part Mm -hmm. of what i love Mm -hmm. but i i had no idea you know was i supposed to be running a hotel was i supposed to be a you know like a a a shift leader or a manager of the reception or should i be a restaurant manager or like that part i had no idea Mm. and then you know um my first job i i started at burger king you know, right. I, I, I was I was so proud to be the girl that cleaned the dining room at Burger King when the people got up. And I was so eager to get every tray and mm. put the trays back. And, <laughs> you know, I like, you know, and then when I transferred to being a cashier, it was over. You know, it was yeah, like yeah, upselling, yeah. money, cashier, talking. Oh, yeah, that's that was all me. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you how did you get into hotels? Because obviously you've got such a rich history in hotels and I know other hospitality Mm -hmm. venues as well but how did that start Mm -hmm. was that through 
like your father being in uh, – sorry, your mother was in the hotels, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yes, I mean, definitely that was my biggest influence because, mm. you know, I went prior to daycare, prior to school, prior to kindergarten, prior to pre-K, I was at the hotel with mom. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, for yes. like until everything opened. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so that was part of it. But then the other part is literally where, um, you know, I really loved – I love art architecture in general, like yeah. old, old, old buildings. And it was mm. always a dream for me to kind of like do an apprentice at a really beautiful old school hotel where mm. they have like gloves on and they have gloshes that they remove before each meal and stuff. It was yes. always a dream to just be involved in something like that. And mm. yeah, I applied for apprentice uh, all over Berlin in every single hotel that had a name. And I was blessed enough to be, um, you know, applied for for a beautiful five-star hotel and then that's really how everything started from there yeah my 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 core knowledge my core base Mm -hmm. of what i like to call you know um my a until z knowledge started really there Mm. i i got told and teached and taught in so many amazing ways that resonated till this day to me like even certain things that i got told back then which is 20 something years ago, still Mm. I use today when I'm training my staff, you know, it's like, please don't let the phone ring more than three times. You know, it's it's stuff like that, you know, or don't touch your face, go wash your hands, don't chew gum, you know, (laughs) you know, have your hair up, don't Mm -hmm. have your hair all down. Like it's, it's little things like that where they just stuck with you. Yeah. You know, they're just, they're just, they, they, they stick with you cause they make sense. And for me, I'm, I'm a person, I need explanation for anything and everything. Even if I'm sitting at the dentist and they're doing something, I'm, I'm the person like, wait, 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 <laughs> well, what's that tool and what are you doing next? And yes. walk me through <laughs> what you're doing, <laughs> you know? And so I like to, um, be teached this way because Mm -hmm. that's the best way for me to observe and really logically understand. But now Mm -hmm. in return, I like to teach this way too because I feel it makes sense. If you explain somebody, this is how it is and you don't give an explanation or a reasoning. Mm. Why why would anybody need to execute it the way just because you say so? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it it has to, it has to have a proper reason and a proper explanation in my opinion for it to make proper sense yeah 100 percent. i was gonna ask obviously you started you started your career in europe um and obviously now you're living in la like what what are some of the big differences that you're seeing between your training in europe um especially working in the hotel environment which i do want to touch on a bit more as well but then going to the us where i imagine there would be different formats of how people are trained and how people are onboarded and how people uh, inducted into the industry, like what are the some of the bigger things that you're you, you've seen during your time in both those different continents? I think one of the biggest um, differences is to me that I feel people in Europe are really um, having to do an apprentice, having to get a degree to be in any type of job. It's mm. not just for the hospitality industry; it's for basically anything and everything. Yeah. And when you are in your apprentice, you have two aspects that play with that. One is you are working 
physically in the environment where you're trying to get the degree from. Yes. And then two, you go to school along with that. So you're learning the practical reason, but also the theoretic, you know, the, the theoretical reason. The, yeah. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Mm -hmm. So you're learning both at the same time versus mm. here. In my opinion, I mean, I could be totally wrong, but I mean, I'm here since a little while. You know? <laughs> yes. and, uh, yeah. I haven't had the experience of me working in any environment, regardless of hotel or restaurant, where people tried to teach me mm. how to execute proper guest service. And yes. what I mean by that is everybody hopefully knows the do's and the don'ts and we get teached here two weeks in training. This is where the service stations are. This is where you do this. This is where you do that. This yes. is where the exits are. And this is how you do your cash out at the end of the day and so on and so on. But what about the actual practical execution of needing to execute the service? Like how yeah. do you remove plates? How yes. do you put plates down from what side? How do you put beverages down from what side? Why do you put it from? Yes. Why do you put it down from a specific side? Mm -hmm. How do you change a tablecloth? Where does the crease need to go when the door is to your right and yes. the chairs are to you? Like those are all things that have a reason. You know, mm. how do you mark your tables? How do you bring silverware to the table? Mm. Yes. <laughs> you know, Good point. like how do you really uh, do wine service? What yes. is proper wine service? How do you even sell wine if you yourself have no idea about wine? You, all you know is red and white and yes. rosé. Yes. How do you sell wine? Mm. How do you talk about really expensive wine without making yourself look like funny and yes. also the establishment? Because not everybody is a sommelier. Yes, of course. You know, and mm. so, but how do you, how do you really go about that? You know, mm. and this is the stuff that I'm missing here, to be honest with you. You mm. know, just this whole a coach to be there for each restaurant and to just help out with how do we talk to really difficult guests? How do we deal with those type of situations? Yes. And then also the other side, which is how do we create a really fun, healthy, but also functioning work environment for our staff? Mm. We cannot just expect people coming to work because they want to come to work, especially yes. now. <laughs> nobody's just going to come to work just because they need to come. No, people, you know, stuff has changed. Yeah. And, you know, we as employers and as investors and as managers and as owners of hospitality related businesses, we have to understand that our staff is our gold mine. Yeah, literally. Absolutely. Like they are our money makers. Mm. And the less that you teach them and the less you polish them like diamonds, the less you're going to get out of, it what you need for yourself and for them yes because it's a give and take and you see if you create a good environment and your pr is right and you're bringing people in and your your restaurant or your hotel is buzzing mm -hmm. people that working for you going to make money they want to stay they yes. want to stay with you and then if you go the extra step you know everybody's name and you appreciate everybody for being there and you yes you make a big deal if somebody in your team pulled in extra revenue and you give them a little thank you, any any mm. kind of acknowledgement, a mm -hmm. verbal thank you, mm -hmm. a little Starbucks thank you card, yep. Yep. a little a bonus, something like that, half day off yeah, yeah, for yeah. free, you know, yep. like something where people feel acknowledged. Mm -hmm. People in return will do extra. 
Yes. And I know this because I did that. And I cannot be the only special person in this planet, <laughs> you know. And yeah. this was also one of the biggest reasons why I created my own company is because I wanted people really to understand that this is imperative. Like we have not for a reason the name tag of a manager of an owner. Mm. There is, you know, we have to we have to wear this with with honor. You know, we have to really we have to appreciate the people that work for us because look, they're they're building your dream, not yeah. their own. Yeah, they're 100%. away from their families, they're away from their kids, they're away from their sick parents, mm. maybe even in different countries just to make it. And they come and work for you and they treat your guests with honor and respect and with love and with kindness and all of that. Yes. Come on, they deserve to be <laughs> acknowledged by their name and, you know, ask if they have a cat and it just died, if the cat, is, you know, if you're okay or, yes. you know what I'm saying? Needs it's to be some little, personal engagement there. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you know, but vice versa too, yeah? And so this is really my main focus with my company is like really how do we execute amazing, outstanding guest service and mm. how do we make the most money for everybody involved, for yep. the waiter, for the owner, for everybody. Mm. What, what do you think... Uh, what do you think a couple of the reasons are that there is basic training in th- in places like hotels, but there isn't that second level, what you just talked about there in that little bit about the second level of training, about the attention to detail and about the intuitiveness of what hospitality actually is. Why do you think that's not there? Because when, when we've talked to a lot of people, especially on the show of recent times, if you're a regular listener to people in hotels, like if they've come out of hotels in the 80s, 90s and early 2000s, they've usually gone on and had great careers in the industry. And I think part of that is the level and depth and width of training they got in the hotel industry for four or five plus years. So why do you, why do you think that's not as apparent now as to what you, what you just said, Ezana? Wow, that's a, that's a fantastic question. And to be honest with you, I do not have the answer. Mm-hmm. But what I believe is, is that a lot of times people have the opinion of, you know, it's going to run itself somehow. Yes. You know, let's just open the doors and <laughs> let's point. just, you yeah. know, as long as we're making money, mm. we're good. Mm-hmm. You know, as, as long as we're making money and we're not making minus, yes. we're okay. Yeah. But really, my thing is, and that's okay, okay. But my thing is, hospitality is, is so something so much more bigger than just let's just make the money for our rent yes <laughs> you know like yep. it's it's so much bigger than that because you literally can change somebody's moment in that second when the waiter hits that table matter yep. of fact when the hostess interrupts with the first time with your guest yes you can change somebody's mood in a heartbeat and mm-hmm. that is powerful to me you know and i I, I don't know but I can this this question I can maybe only compare in Germany we we have training like this for every job mm. you know you have to have almost for every job a degree yes <laughs> you know you you yeah. have to go to school you have to finish the schooling you have to get the degree and then you are allowed to work in this specific industry here it's very different you know this is the land of opportunities which makes it 50% amazing that it, this it's not this way, yes. but then 50% it makes it sad because we're missing out on proper from the moment we st- start this job, 
knowledge, mm-hmm. education, mm-hmm. you know, be- mm-hmm. because yes, learning by doing, you're going to get thrown on the floor and you're going to figure it out somehow. Yeah. Most yeah. of the time. Yeah. Okay. Yes. But, the but true not well. Details, <laughs> right. But the <laughs> yes. true details of what hospitality is, yes. you know, yeah. You don't learn that from shadowing somebody that's been in the industry themselves, maybe one, two, three years. Yeah. You don't, you yes. know, like it's, there's certain things about the industry. You, you, you have to pick it up, but then mm. also you have to have good mentors that really tell you, yeah. you know, and show you and take you by the hand and walk you through that floor and physically execute the task yes. in front of you for you to really see you know, what's happening. Yeah, I like agree. It, it, not everybody can just, you know, flambe, creme brulee mm. on the floor. This mm-hmm. is a, this is an art. That's it's a, a skill. piece of, it's, it's yes. art. It's yes. artistic to mm. do that, you yes. know, <laughs> not every, or, or open a bottle of wine in a proper way or do proper champagne service. Yes. It's an art. Yes. You know, mm. or like work with a proper, nice, big, beautiful fish that has mm. his head and its tail. Yes. How do you how do you go about it now on the table mm-hmm. as a waiter? You mm. know, it's it's specific things that have to be shown to you. Mm. And yeah. it's I, okay I, because I mean I hope that with this, with my idea and with my company, mm. I'm I'm sparking people's I you know, how do you say that? I'm I, I hope to spark people's oh my god, their this passion. Is amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hospitality is a passionate industry, right? Like, you're obviously extremely passionate, which is fantastic. And I think, I think that's what, um, like, I know that is what people like you bring to the industry is that next level, right? Because I think, unfortunately, what we're what we've seen in the industry is it's got as it got as it's gotten bigger and there's more venues and there's more hotels is what I call photocopy training. Which basically means that you're 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 photocopying something, you're putting the same piece of paper down and then you photocopy it again. And originally you're just gonna get faded and faded and faded training. You're not gonna get consistent training from people who are experienced, who really know what to do, who really understand mm-hmm. that. Um, I know that was a benefit for me when I started as a baker and, and got trained by someone who had twenty years experience. If I got someone who at the start of my career who was trained for two years, it would have been good training, but it wouldn't have been great training. And I think that's what right. that's what people like yourself bring to the industry. Um, I really want to understand about uh, just what you talked about with Germany there. Like, do you think in Germany and in Europe, um, people stay in the industry or stay in their particular industry longer because they do work so much harder to gain that skill and therefore don't have the flexibility to move you know, outside the industry? Do you just find people that are staying in the industry for 20, 30 plus years? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, that's definitely one reason, you yeah. know, because people most likely don't want to start all over with going again. <laughs> yes. And then when you got to a certain age, nobody's going to accept you for a new apprentice or whatever, whatever. And listen, things might change because I don't live in Germany since a few years now, mm-hmm. you know, at least 15, 16, 17 years. Mm-hmm. So I don't know exactly how it's happening right now there. Mm-hmm. But this is how it was for me sure. coming up in the industry. And I, I, I do think that this is, where, this is where I really adore America so much is because you have the, beauti- the beauty of 
of really switching your career so yeah. many times in your life if you want to, and mm -hmm. nobody's going to stop you, you know? Yes, no one's going to look down on you. And yeah. that's beautiful here. That's literally mm -hmm. beautiful. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, but yes, I mean, I think this is one of the big reasons that people over there really stick with their job. They stick with their craft. They're getting better at their craft because they're doing it over and over for many, mm. many, many, many years. Yep. And then at one point, they're just experts, and then they either move on in the ladder of their specific, you know, industry and their specific um, range of where they are. Yes. Or they just, you know, just stay there in their position and are just happy. I mean, it also depends what type of personality you are. You see, I'm, yeah. I'm a type of personality. I'm a go-getter. I'm a, I'm a traveler by heart. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a person that is... I'm never accepting no for an answer. Yes. No, excuse me. I don't know what no is. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to try again. You say no right now, but let me circle back to you. Yes. You know, let me yep. circle back with it you. It will be a, a yes. Month or so. Yeah. yeah, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and I'm saying this without being pushy or without being like, you know, um, without being irritating or trying to get under somebody's skin. Sure. But like you have to have a, a, a specific kind of, um, persistence you know like yeah. a little bit of mm, yeah okay i hear you but no i don't hear you yes mm, yeah you'll okay. come back eventually <laughs> yeah you know and so for me this was not not a question staying in that mold of doing this job or even being in a higher position at one point for the rest of my life not experiencing this beautiful world yeah like there's, yep. there would have been no way for me. I, I had like, I was a bird that had to go out there and fly and, <laughs> you know, cause I remember people asking me back in the days when I would apply for jobs and this happened to me there and here too, where yes. they would see on my resume, you know, you seem to jump a lot around. Like, can you, are you okay? Can you can't keep a job? <laughs> no, no, I can keep a job, but I'm not keeping it on purpose <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. it's you know, not the right like, experience doing, for you yeah, yeah right and yeah. but but you know in some people's opinions and i get it mm. it kind of looks like a little bit like mm, why is she always so all over the place yes you know yeah, yeah, yeah. but and and listen at the beginning of my career you know when i was much younger i had no idea why this is this way today i know it yes. was for this, you know, <laughs> so I have all these experience under my belt with all of these amazing establishments with all of these amazing and not so amazing managers that I yes. worked with and owners and investors and staff members and the whole nine yard mm. to to really know exactly now I can play both fields amazingly and so equally that it makes it so good for me now to really be like, I can jump right away and shoe staff, you know, yeah. in the staff shoes, but mm -hmm. I can also jump in owners and investors shoes. Cause I've been kind of like on both. Both parallels. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. I, I think, um, I think that's actually a really good point for people who are recruiting the industry and the fact that you do jump between, between those different roles with context, you actually, that actually turns something which could on paper look negative into an actual positive, mm -hmm. right? Because if, if you've left particular roles because um, the manager wasn't right or the brand wasn't right and you've left in a quick amount of time, that's actually showing that you're decisive and you you actually know what you want, which I think is a really positive thing. Um, and I hope, I hope someone gets something out of that because that's a really important <laughs> point. Um, yeah, um, you know, I, I just want to add one thing to mm. that is everybody, everybody can make up a good resume. Yes, especially especially computer wizards. Yes, they can make up a beautiful resume. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. and they can 
it all oh, with the picture and the this and the that and the whatever. But to me, it's just a piece of paper. Yep. To me, what's important, let me ask you specific questions that are about the industry, about the position that I'm needing to fill, mm. about my vision that I'm trying for you to help me fulfill. Yes. And let's talk about that. Because really, to me, it shouldn't matter if you have a degree, no degree, if you have 100 years experience, if you have one day experience, if mm. your heart is speaking out of your tongue mm -hmm. and your passion for people and for wine and good food and mm. clinking glasses <laughs> and, you know, good silverware and beautiful, you know, like beautiful ambiance and great music and just good food yes. is there. Yes. You can learn anything. Anybody has a teachable heart that wants to be told, you right know, that point. wants to be teach, that wants to be, Yes, teach me, show me. Every, yes. Everybody can learn anything, in my yes. opinion. Yes, I agree. So I, I, I want to, yes, it's important for people to obviously go by a resume and, you know, you don't, maybe, but uh, this, there's always another side to stuff too. It's always, yeah. always good to, to have people, especially in the role of hiring, that also are from the industry because that's where real challenges come in if you mm. are opening a restaurant or a hotel and, and you have somebody in your team that is not from the industry, but their job is now to put a team for you together. Yes. It's a, you know. it's a bit of a challenge, right? A bit of a challenge. Yeah. So, you know, this is also something where people like myself can come in and really help out where it's like, let's really make sure that we're putting the right people in the right positions because just because somebody has management experience does not mean that somebody can lead a hospitality team. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's a really, really great point. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's talk about some of the challenges in the US at the moment in regards to hospitality. I know there are obviously quite a few. There's a lot of um, differences between the states as there is here in Australia into what's happening because of COVID. Like, what are the couple of challenges that you're seeing at the moment for venues and for hotels, and how are you how are you addressing that with your with your clients right now? So I think a few challenges right now is definitely finding staff in general. You know, how yep. do we really find staff? How do we put the right people in the right positions? Some of the owners, some of the restaurants, hotels are almost to the point where I, I really don't care at this point. I need a body yeah. <laughs> to come in here to, to help me out somehow. Yes. Um, and, and I think that's that's really big at this moment, you mm -hmm. know, um, because I don't. I don't think that ever this was where staff had the range of a buffet of jobs. Agreed. Like, oh, I don't want to come here. You don't offer this? Okay, yes. fine. I'm going to go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's yeah. very new. Yes. You know, that's very, that's unheard of in the world of hospitality. But I feel like that this is maybe something that also shook everybody up because now we are thinking about offering to our staff finally health insurance, dental, mm -hmm. you know, medical certain, you know, like it's important. It's important for people in any kind of industry to be secure and safe because yes. if we're spending most of our time in your home regardless what that is an insurance uh you know like a shopping center a nail salon restaurant whatever you have mm. we need to be safe in there as mm -hmm. employees you mm -hmm. know we need to make sure that our money what we want to save is being taken care of and we are taking care of and all of those things and yes. um 
for I, I think this is a good thing for right now so everybody can maybe rearrange certain things mm-hmm. and just really look at it from a different perspective. And I also really feel like now owners and investors are really for the first time really understanding or remembering, let's just say it like that way, remembering what the beauty of hospitality really was back yeah. then, which yeah. is to wow guests man yeah true it's not a, it's not about you making a billion dollar revenue whenever however yes it's for you to wow these people that enter your door mm. you know mm-hmm. with like a beautiful greeting or like a beautiful red carpet or like i don't know the most amazing dessert or the most fantastic vegan dish or yes. something for everybody that everybody come and enjoy and and be out there mm-hmm. why is it so limited it was back and it is always so limited with the vegetarian and the vegan option and yeah. the, even more i want to stress it more diabetic desserts people let's <laughs> yeah. make it happen good, good point. you know there is people out there that have unfortunately these type of illnesses and what can they have a beautiful dessert <laughs> why can they only get cookie <laughs> or sorbet yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. let's like, come yeah. on, there's, you know, and so I feel like now, you know, pastry chefs and owners and chefs and hostesses and sommeliers and all these amazing, beautiful people, mm-hmm. they're coming together and they're brainstorming and they're developing this fantastic new world of hospitality. Yes. Yeah. What, when, so when you're working with your clients at the moment, and obviously we're talking about how, how challenging it is to get, um, to get staff, and this is a worldwide issue, right? This is not mm-hmm. just the US or Australia or UK or Southeast Asia issue. This is worldwide. Um, yeah. What kind of things are you doing with your clients to make sure that the sort of training and onboarding and the, and the employee experience um, is, is almost as good as what the customer experience is going to be like, is there anything that you guys are doing uh, with your clients that's a bit different to maybe what you've done before in the past? Um, so what we definitely doing is we are definitely helping to restruct and re rearrange training in general. So I think it's imperative to really, it doesn't matter if you have a staff member that is there 10 years, 20 years, five years, five days. Yes. Everybody needs to be on the same page. And if you only have five employees right now, that's okay. Let's train those to the T. Mm. Let's make those your absolute money-making machines on your floor. Yes. Because believe me, even with little amount of staff, you can make it happen. As long as your staff has kind of three things. You know, they need to have they need to know your product. Yep. Anything you sell. Mm-hmm. If you're a hotel, they need to know everything in your hotel, every department. When is the spa open? Even though you're a waiter at a beautiful restaurant at the hotel, you need to know when the spa is open. Yes. Because you know why? You are giving proper information to guests and you're going to make yourself look amazing and you're going to represent the establishment more amazing by knowing every single question the guest might ask you. Yes. You know, for restaurant people, please, if you sell pasta, Please sell the pasta, the homemade. If your restaurant offers homemade sauces or olive oils or whatever, please sell them at your table. Find mm-hmm. find an opportunity to sell, mm-hmm. you know. And the second thing is they have to have amazing guidance. Mm-hmm. Structure and guidance is always the best way. Yes. Because if we don't have guidance, we don't know where we're going. How are we going to go about it? I don't know anything about olive oil. How can I sell this now at the table? I have no idea about wine. How can I sell 
Barolo now on the table, at the table. Agree. How do I talk about this amazing red wine? Mm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. And then the third thing is we have to have fantastic leaders. Fantastic. There's no other word. There's not good, great. No. They have to be absolutely fantastic. Mm -hmm. Better than anybody. They have to have the knowledge and they have to have the ability to share their knowledge. Yes. Not because they're afraid that somebody's going to swoop in and take their job, mm. but because cross-trainings these days is the most beautiful thing to go with. Yes. Why not learn and teach your waiters mm -hmm. how to do a cash-out in the evening? Why not? Yes. Let them see what the operation is about. Mm. Involve them. Mm. Let them speak their mind. Have staff meetings. Open. Be like an open book. Your people are working on the floor. Let them tell you what they need. And yep. I'm saying in moderation. Don't be people coming out of the gate now telling your managers you need, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, I yeah. need this There's and I need extra vacation days. And, yes. you know, I'm saying, right? <laughs> Okay, but like let's let's really be open and transparent with each other so that we can create a good base for everybody to be here so we all have fun. Yes, agree. Yes, it's business and we need to switch to business because mm -hmm. it gets very hectic and very busy. Mm. But after hectic, after busy, please go have a cigarette with your staff if you smoke. Please have a glass of wine with them after the shift. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. please ask them how the breakup with the boyfriend actually went when she did give you how good her best effort this evening, knowing that she's broken inside. Yes. I'm just saying it's a, it's an example. You know, you, you want to create something with your team where they feel you got their back, but you also need to tell them that you have their back. Yes. There has to be a connection there, right? No. Has to be a it connection. has to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think this is really something right now that regardless of how many team members we have, where are we standing? Let's start to create that. Yes. Because then when we add people to our pod, it's easier because you already have a beautiful, nice flower that is already blooming and you're just putting an extra seed in there. And you see the, the new seed can be something that your beautiful flower still doesn't have. Yes, it can exactly. grow and it could get something more, you know, I don't it know. Can, it can I, bloom more in the garden, right? You can have more yes. flowers. <laughs> more flowers make the garden prettier. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, uh, Jana, yeah. my last my last question is to you. Like everyone hears your passion, like coming through on this on this podcast. I hope they're really excited by what you're saying. Like, but what are you excited about? You know, moving forward, what are you excited about for the future of our industry? You know, I'm I'm excited for new beginnings. Honestly, yeah. I'm excited for new beginnings for things that are being reinvented without you know being new created in a sense yes but and just people really finding to the core of hospitality which is we all are in this together and i know this is so cliche and we started saying this with the whole COVID, but really Still guys so if you true, think about hospitality yeah. yeah this is what it is yeah you know our guests are us. We go as guests somewhere, even if we work in the industry. <laughs> you know, we all are in the same role. Mm -hmm. Our guests are our leaders because our guests can be a CEO of a big, big, big company. So we all do the same for other people in other industries. So when we come together for good food and wine and a nice cognac and a beautiful cigar or you know nice life band yes let's celebrate these new beginnings and let's just know that everything that we wanted to do from the beginning is still there yeah. remember the passion we had 
when we wanted to open the doors of our restaurant or when we opened the doors and the excitement and the scariness and the laughter and the crying and the everything. <laughs> and I want people to just reminisce on that. If, if you're so deep in the weeds, just take a moment, just close your eyes and just remember what made you want to start this yeah, and spark up again, you know? Yes, 100%. One thing I say to my clients mm-hmm. all the time is like, remember why you started. And I think I think that's always a good leveling point to actually realize why you're doing what you're doing every day. So I think Totally. It's and it's the best thing to go after. And it's the best thing. It's the most success will come because of that, because you do what you were called to do. Yes, 100%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shannon, there's so many people who are going to want to reach out to you after today's podcast. So what's the best way that people can um, can connect with you and, and learn about what you do? Sure. So they can find me on my own website, which is uh, Divine Hospitality. And for everybody that doesn't know how to spell Jana, it's <laughs> Z, like zebra, A-N-A-A. Yes. So Z-A-N-A. And then Divine Hospitality. You can find me on LinkedIn, Jana Usher. You can find me on Instagram, um, Jana Divine Hospitality. Um, you can see me on my YouTube channel. I just started a YouTube channel, you guys. I literally just started Instagram. I'm always appreciative nice. of new followers. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's connect. Let's make this world of hospitality better and more amazing. As always, they're going to be linked up in the show notes of this podcast. So make sure you connect and check out Jana. Jana Usher, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Principle of Hospitality. I hope you really enjoyed this one. As always, please comment, like, and share this podcast with your friends in the industry. We're making this content with the industry in mind, so we'd really appreciate you sharing it along. Thanks as well to our supporter, the largest family-owned and operated hospitality supplier in Australia, Chef's Hat, where the industry shops. And if you don't know us at Pose, Sash, my co-founder from Principal Design, has one of the best design agencies in Australia. So if you're looking for anything around strategy, branding, digital design, wayfinding, and graphic design, then you can find them at principaldesign.com.au and myself at Open Pantry Consulting for anything to do with systems and processes to make your business run even more smoothly Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks to Chef's Hat for supporting us. And until next time, stay safe.